that's it. There we go. We are on. Ooh. Is that better than mine? Yeah. Can it was I, Chris. How's your hand? It sounds like a hurt. It's tingling. <laughs> Worth my it, pre-workout. Worth it. <laughs> Mac. I can't believe you didn't even have freeze. Today is a day to get hyped. <laughs> I'm already hyped. You know, we've been hyped from the I'm morning. hyped on life. I get it. We are we'll to be. So we're we're back. Well, welcome back to Use Your Manners. Um, I never introduced intro the podcast. Is that what it's called? Use Your Manners. Yeah. yeah. Cutie. <laughs> Why'd you pick that name? Because of like yes please. I've been yes please. Like a bit of a oh, I know right. Stop. Just, I should have put that together. <laughs> It's match made in heaven. I was very excited it's about so it. It's so cute. It's the best. And that's my makeshift sign over there that I, I love made. love it. Because, um, yeah, that was me, my graphic design work. That was great over there. Good job. Um, I love it. Yeah, well, we are here in Adelaide. In actual, we're not even calling you. We're not calling no. you here. You're here right in the here. flesh. In the flesh. So for those who don't know, we are with Kelsey, who is an incredible human. Um, she is a sweat trainer whose programs I love. Per- Thanks, like, you, I, you know that I love I them for, forever. Yeah. Um, every time I used to do the workouts, I used to send you a message like, I did this on, I did this love on. It. it was great. Um, but you're more than that. You're a mom. You're just an incredible soul. You just have, just, you're just a great human. Thanks, All girl. Around, I think. appreciate that. And I'm excited to talk to you because I feel like there's so many things that you're, like, you're very insightful. I feel like when I read your captions and stuff online, I'm like, I wish I could say that. I wish oh, I could get wow. that out, you know? dude, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm terrible at getting my words out and I just read her things. I'm like, mm, I disagree. I don't I'm think in. you're terrible, but. Well, we'll see. But <laughs> we'll see as we, as we go and talk. We'll see how we go. Um, but we start, usually the start of these podcasts off with like a bit of like highs and lows of the week for each of us, but right. just so that we can just, just vibe off let's it. Go. So let's go with you, Mitch. I'm going to start. Yeah, well, you start every You month. also forgot that um, oh, no. she's a Swifty in, yeah. in her bio. Yeah. So Swifty, add that to the bio. Mm-hmm. And then as we... Got an amazing demo singer, songwriter. Yeah, yeah. We'll get that at the end. Yeah, wow. Highs and lows of the week. This bit. Yeah, so okay. highs and lows meaning like, what's the high yeah. of the week? What's yeah. the low of your week? Yeah. Blah, blah. Hmm. Highs. Second part of the week. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. We're here on a Saturday, which is fun. Yeah. I love that with the guest. Kevin. Hmm. Appreciate it. Low. Oh, I feel yeah. like we know what your low is. My ankle. Yeah. Roll my ankle. Yikes. Roll his ankle. I don't want to go too much into we'll it. Get, we'll get, yeah, we'll get that. that. No, we'll yeah. get that. That deserves its whole own spot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel you. What's your high low? Okay. I'm going to go for the low first because I always like to end it on a positive note. I get it. In life. Uh, my low would probably be when I was, when my last flight got canceled. Yeah. So I was coming from Utah to Adelaide and it's usually three flights and the fastest you can do it is like 24 hours. And that last flight got canceled. So I had to get rerouted at a fourth flight, go to Melbourne, then back to Adelaide. And it turned into like 34 hours of travel. I would have, yeah, and Whew. what did you do when the lady told you? <laughs> I welled up with you. <laughs> I would have done. And I was I just looking at her, she, I go, what? She's like, yeah, that flight's been canceled. I was like, What? And just genuine like tears in my eyes. And she was like, what is your problem? Like, why is this not a big deal? I feel like when you are in the airport, you're very vulnerable. Like it's like, you just want to get home. After long travel like that. Yeah, Yeah, it was a lot. I'm like, ma'am, you don't understand. It's all, I'm already 24 hours deep. So like, you cut me some slack. These stairs are real. (laughs) Um, But you're high. Yeah, my high. Um, This is up there. Mm. Snuggling, baby Jacks, getting to, just coming back to my second home here in Adelaide, Mm. you know? What a vibe. vibe. I'm like, that would be a high for me too. I feel like, I feel feel like this is a high because I feel like we like, this is a cool opportunity. Like, I feel like it's it's great. I'm very happy. That's my high. My low is, I don't want to have a low, really. The word low? The word low. No, you've chosen that before. No, yeah, I did say that. I was a low with my low. Okay. Um, I have 
No lows. I'm a happy gal today. Let's go. A happy, happy gal. gal this week. I probably said something of my low, what I said yesterday. I didn't remember what I said yesterday, but I'm a happy gal. I'm, I'm, love I'm to pumped. See it. I'm pumped. I love that. We also, in these podcasts, we st- we also do a, like a funny story. Just just to have like... Bit of an icebreaker. Just to, yeah. Just right. ease us in. Yeah. Mitch makes me tell the story every single time and I just... Okay. It's great. You are a great storyteller. There's no question. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Over the top, I think that's why. But I don't really... This isn't a funny story, but this is a story that... One you, of our shared stories. One of stories. our shared stories is when it. you made fudge for us. <laughs> America, America. I'm naming it mm. America, American America. fudge. America fudge. Can you tell me about the fudge? Mm. It's delicious. It is. Unreal. Sugar-free, fat-free, calorie-free. I don't know. <laughs> Kelsey was like, okay, I need to get some ingredients for me from the shop. So I was like, eat I re- worries. Got it. She goes, yeah. So you need, um, what was it? Like it's seven? literally just sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Sugar, yeah. sugar, and then marshmallow butter. Yeah, marshmallow fluff. Yep, and heavy cream. I but think. you had to or bring st- the marshmallow fluff. We didn't. Yeah, because you guys don't have that. I did. I packed it from yeah. home. I remember I arrived. It was like Christmas time, yeah. and I was like, I want to make you Christmas fudge, yeah. and it's like an old recipe. It's actually my great grandma's recipe. Mm. So this is tale as old as time, but yeah. it's truly just literally butter and sugar. It was lit. It was and it so was <laughs> so. It is so good. But Leah was watching me make it, and it's five cups. Yeah. of sugar and like oh. two sticks of butter and yeah. then you add your semi-sweet chocolate chips marshmallow fluff whatever yeah, yeah. and, and it, it yeah, was yeah the semi, semi-sweet she's like oh no you only need like the, the locale ones I was like for what like, <laughs> for four five cups of sugar and butter I was like is there anything it's else Christmas fudge I mean come on and she was dead like just looking at me in the face like why are you looking at me Liz I was like Kelsey, <laughs> like, why? And then, to be fair, you were wearing like a sports brand leggings in the kitchen. I was like, this doesn't make sense. You are, you have. I am who I am. Yeah, you are. That, it was the best thing I've ever seen. And then you poured it when we, once the sugar dissolved, it looked, it was amazing. It was put it in the fridge. And you got to cook like, it just right or else it gets grainy. You need that smooth you texture. You did tell me that, yeah, because the sugar needs to dissolve. It, it was all sorts. But that was probably like, the. I think that was the last time we've had it. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was a little bit offended because... It was all ready and done. And we let oh. it set overnight in the fridge. And I had you taste it. And I was just so excited to impress the Leah in the kitchen. And you're like, it's really sweet. I'm like, it's fudge. Yeah, like, but I, when I think of fudge, I think like, I think chocolate, like, like mousse almost. Yeah. Because no. we don't really have a fudge. And when you were telling fudge, I was like, I was thinking this is going to be like a thick, like. This is like a, a language know. barrier thing. Though. I think like they call like biscuits, like. Yeah, cookies and stuff. Biscuits yeah. or cookies. Yeah, Let's yeah, get see, that straight. Yeah, that was all, all sorts. I didn't even know what the fuck I was thinking when you said when you said fudge. And I was like, we got this. It's fine. But then I remember having like one square and you were like, have more. And I was like, Kelsey, I can't. Like, and you're like, a serving is like one inch. Yeah, it, it, so. but it was. And I, I was trying to eat it and I was like, I feel like my skin was going... <laughs> Insane. You have to have like a sip of milk and yeah. a lick of fudge like, yeah, that's to it. even you, it out. You needed like some sort of like, you need to pace yourself with it. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we like when we when we come over there mm. for a white Christmas. Oh yeah. We could remake the fudge. Oh, yeah. And this time. I'm and all the it. other treats. Mm. Yeah. I don't cook, but I like to bake. I'm, I don't like to bake. The better. I like to cook. So we just okay. swap yeah. these. Ma- match me and have. We'll have fudge <laughs> in the snow with a white Christmas. Mm. Yes, you we'll will. And hot cocoa to boot. <gasps> Yep, that's the best thing. Yeah, that's the best thing I've ever heard. I know a guy for hot cocoa. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> we do have some good hot chocolates over here. Facts. Um, well, I'm that. That was it. Wasn't even a funny story, but I'm just glad it's that a good we story. just that's that was. It's the one best. of our pillars. Yeah, our pillars. The of fudge. Our the fudge was the the base. I think, even yeah. though we didn't really have a lot of it, but I want more now that I remember it. <laughs> um, we. I think let's just jump into some random yeah. stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, I. 
Kelsey has her own podcast, Redefine Fitness, on love. Um, we are talking about it this morning. It's just like a little bit of an outlet for you just to... Yeah. She vent. just turned one. Oh. Yeah. Really? I had my potiversary last week. Wow. A little pot of birthday. And honestly, it's so hard, mm. but it's so good. And it's just, you know... Why, like, why, why start the podcast? <sighs> for me, it was the right medium to appropriately express and actually be able to answer in depth all of the things that I'm asked all the time that I can't really like. I mean, you guys know me. When I started on Instagram, it was way before anyone wrote like long captions. And then there I was like writing three paragraphs about, you know, my postpartum depression. And it's like, I've, especially now more than ever, it's just not the place for those more vulnerable things. And I keep trying to make it be and it's, and no one reads it and it's a little maddening. So now it's like, I felt the pull to do a podcast for years and I had some reasons that I couldn't. And when I finally had the freedom, it was like, oh shit, I'm actually holding myself back because I wasn't doing it still. And it actually um, happened. I, my grandma passed away a year ago and she, in those last weeks and conversations I had with her um, and the last like, I actually have talked about this on the pod. So if you really want to know all the details, then you can go listen. But essentially she was kind of my final like push and inspiration. My promise to her was that I wouldn't, um, I would stop getting ready to live and I would Mm -hmm. just, just do it and do the things and take the leap. And so I just jumped in and um, started and it's been so like healing for me. It's just been a, it's been my outlet, you know? It's, it's undone. When so much of my yeah. career is overproduced and just like so many deadlines and so much that has so much to it, I just wanted something that was completely pulled back, mm-hmm. vulnerable. I sit in my house, I pour my soul out and I hit publish and that's it. It's like the most that's undone thing, but that's how I need it right now. I think that is so fun. That is it's so cool. It's a very good point though. Like I think, and we were the same. We wanted to do it for years. And then people were like, oh, I don't want another podcast. But it's a really good medium to just talk. Yeah, yeah. Like, like we're talking on the car ride here. Like we do stories for what, 15 seconds and people think they know you. Yeah. But it's like, it's a good insight to be like, oh, this is my story. And yeah. this is something I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it, a, it's a very different medium, which I think is just fun. Like just go and yeah. talk shit. And it's more free. Yeah. And also yeah. there's less haters over here in the podcast yeah. world because honestly, no one's going to waste an hour <laughs> if they're hating on you. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I don't want to jinx myself, but yeah. no yeah. one's going to listen to you for an hour. So it's like, this is where the safest space, I think. You can just fully I, yeah. be yourself. Yeah, I do like it because you can, you've got more time to sort of explain. Like with an Instagram, you can mm-hmm. say one thing and then they take that and run with it or they just don't understand it. They yeah. take you the wrong way. Whereas you can sit and actually explain it and talk about it and then... It just it, yeah. I, I I don't like to like. I hate reading, so I like look at things and I'm like, not too long. But I can listen to things and I can watch things and I can understand it so much yeah. better. And yeah, I, I'm yeah. I, I do love your podcast. Thank it's you. Great. I like. I get into it, but then I feel like I'm like meditation after. Like I yeah, mine gets pretty soothing. soothing. It's yeah. soothing. Yeah, I think your voice is just soothing. It's I like do agree. It's your voice like... and your voice. Have you podcast. listened to some of it? Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> bro. Thank you. Yeah, I'm. Some of the most episodes, especially out the gate, they were really heavy and deep because I think it was like years of pent up. Like I've got to say this, you know, and I've got to say it like in my own way. And now, as the episodes go on, and I feel like I've really covered those initial things that I was were bursting to come out. Now, some of them are a little bit more lighthearted, or they kind of bounce back and forth. But 
it's yeah. this they feel like they're still really quite not deep though but no like, it is that's the point for yeah me, it was for just sure. it's really cool it's very just, impactful yeah that's what yeah. i mean i don't mean deep yeah. as in like you yeah. know like real serious but it's just yeah impactful the way you speak i love it thank you i think it's amazing talking about your postpartum journey like I'm obviously a new mom. Gigi's fucking cute ass, right? So cute. She's so Every cute. time I see her, she gets cuter. She was losing it this morning. She was and I'm, it's in that, she's in that stage where we were talking about this, you have to earn her affection, right? 100%. So I like wanted to just grab her and then I was like, she, like, yeah. Uh, she like, like yeah, she she's like, wait, who the fuck are you? Yes. Like, 100%. Like, you don't spend time with her. She's like, nope. Like, yeah. I and I respect it. that. That's a young queen. Yeah. Right well, by, by, the time, next, by the time next week, by the time you're gone, she'll exactly. be- Exactly. She'll, she'll love me. She'll, she'll miss love, me. She will. She'll miss you lots. <laughs> but what is, because obviously you got back into um, your fitness journey post Emmy Anderson. Actually untrue. I got no? into it for the first time ever. I was, oh, yeah. yeah, right, right, right. So never, never. Yeah, that's right. Before. I actually saw, and I've got it in my phone and I, I was trying to find it this morning. Literally yesterday, while we were filming, we were saying, we're going to do Kelsey, blah, blah, I'm So excited. And then for some reason on my Facebook page, I had shared something of yours and it was my sweat life. I was like, <gasps> what? Whoa, that was so what a blast ago. from the past. It was, I've, got, I've got to find it before we that finish it. That is crazy. Yeah, it was like a, just a photo of you from like, and I, I must wow. have liked something obviously that I shared. I don't know what it was, but it was like my, you had a full fitness page, my sweat life before. Yeah. 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 Crazy. It was so, so crazy. So can you give any sort of advice on getting back into the gym post? Or, or, or starting, starting from the start? Because yeah. right now, like I keep saying like that my life pre-Gigi it was it feels like an alternate universe like getting back into it. I'm like I don't even know how to it is that I like, think that's so valid and I think that's important to understand right you like, laughing at? nothing <laughs> what just making sure I don't sound nasally oh. <laughs> I was like, are you laughing at me what I say because <laughs> like, I can see cats in the background I can like, hear myself happening? breathe so it's like yeah no, I can't hear you breathe you're good it anyway. is hard to hear yourself with the headphones <laughs> yeah, I will give you that yeah um, um yeah so yeah I just, advice like, how many how many hours do we have? I mean, <laughs> maybe that like the, the maybe something that you say if I was like coming to you as a PT yeah. client, like and I'm like you know I'm really struggling, I don't even know where to start, and I don't know why. Like you know I'm not happy with what I'm doing currently. Yeah. The place to start is with your mindset, mm-hmm. and I don't say that lightly. I think it's in the face of this culture that's all about quote getting your body back and all of the fucking pressure that moms have to. Mm-hmm bounce back or to return to however they were, it's really, really unfortunate and exceptionally toxic. And of course, women put that pressure on themselves, but that's stemming from somewhere, right? So I think first and foremost, when you're postpartum, you have to understand that that is such a delicate and bizarre and holy, like suffocating phase of life. And you need to be gentle with yourself. And if you are have been cleared, you know, by your doctor to exercise and you're ready to get back to the gym or or start moving for the first time, the most important piece is the piece that no one talks about. And that is why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. If you are trying to move your body out of any negative space because you hate how you look right now, because you think you're not enough, because all of those toxic things, it's not going to help you. Yeah. And your mental health matters the most. I'm huge on that across the board, but especially for a new mom, it's like you ha- you cannot afford to let your efforts in eating or exercise be a detriment to your mental well-being. 100%. For your own sanity, for the sake of your baby, your family. And so just doing the work, and sometimes it is work mm. to understand, hey, maybe I'm not comfortable with myself physically right now. Like that's valid too. Maybe it's hard. It's hard not to mm-hmm. recognize yourself in the mirror. Yeah, 100%. And 
You just have to do the work and choose to take the perspective. Like I am doing this to care for myself and my health as a baseline. I'm doing this out of respect for my body, which is miraculous and just grew a child. Like get yourself to remember that the motive for your movement is the most important piece. And once that is aligned from a positive place, that's, that's I think, the secret, if there ever was one, to... Uh, going forward. Yeah. Because all of the other tips like, you know, consistency, or I could talk about scheduling, or I could talk about what type of workouts to do. I have a whole post-pregnancy program, like all of those things, that's fine. But I think that foundation is the one that's missing yeah. and not talked about and the most important piece. I had percent agree. I think like at the, at the six week mark, when you're cleared to exercise, it's like, okay, your body might be cleared, but you're like in the Trenches. And your body like, is still very much healing. Yeah, like, let's be clear. It is, yeah. you know, and I think that is the other thing is to remember you, whether you were an Olympian mm. or had never trained before like me, your body, your internal organs, I mean, you have to give your time yourself time for your body to heal. And the focus should be on healing mm. and regaining your norm first. You know, it's like safely rebuilding or returning to strength training as you allow for your body to heal. And that is something again that's overlooked yeah I think definitely for like the last however long like it's been I reckon 16 months soon now soon mm-hmm. next week in a week yeah um and I've I've got like bursts of motivation throughout mm-hmm. and I'm like mm-hmm. at, the, at the six week mark I was like yeah I can walk to and from mm-hmm. uh work because it was like a 10 minute walk and I was like I'm gonna walk to and from work every day I'm gonna do this this and this but still I wasn't like mentally there yeah and then that like the four month mark I was like got another burst of motivation like yeah I'm gonna meal prep all my meals and then they like went down in the hill and then like the six month mark I tried again and it was like I still wasn't focusing on the right thing yeah and like even like I think now most recently me and Mitch like well, I said to him, I was like, I actually can't like physically or like mentally fathom meal prepping everything because I just, I'm not in it. So yeah. I was like, I needed to focus on one thing. And that was just dinner. Like yeah. that was mm. it. One meal. And, and that's I was enough. Like, enough for me to like. And imagine if do. you could take the attitude and be fucking proud of yourself at the end of the day for yeah. making that dinner yeah. instead of taking the attitude that you're going to bed feeling guilty about all the shit you didn't do. Yeah, yeah 100%. Like we need to focus back on what yeah. we've done and feel proud of ourselves yeah. and good about ourselves for the little efforts instead of 100%. guilting ourselves. Yeah. Because I feel like the, and the guilt comes from like the pressure of outside. Like I think like, oh no, like people might think I'm not as organized or as like, you know, as I should be right now because it's already 16 months later. And I'm like, but I got up this morning early. Yeah. Got up Gigi, got her stuff ready for daycare, got all her things organized. Like Mitch watched her while I got ready for work with me, swapped me, took her to daycare. We worked all day. Every day is a massive success. Yeah. And then I think to myself like, oh, I I only did dinner time. Like I only cooked (sighs) one meal a day. And I'm like, actually, you slayed more than that. but. You don't think about it when you're in that. Yeah. I think it's an interesting one. I think with Leah, obviously yours is different. Like you're getting back into fitness. But Kelsey, I guess it's it's interesting because you touched on this a little bit. But like for you, what was it that made you get into fitness? Was it just like a mental escape or you just wanted to um, feel better within yourself? Honestly, it was like, it was a rock bottom. Yeah. It Well, what I thought was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hindsight. No. Um, Actually, my story goes like I had very severe postpartum anxiety and some postpartum depression. I didn't, I had no awareness that that was even a thing. So it blindsided me. And with the culture that I grew up in and my own um, self-limiting beliefs, I was exceptionally shamed about that. Mm -hmm. Like when I was struggling, I had heard so many times, you know, like, oh, just the unconditional love and the insane, beautiful, magical time of a newborn. And I think that's true. And I got to experience a little bit of that, but also there's this whole other side of it that I didn't hear about that was very much my reality, which was like, 
overwhelming intrusive thoughts, complete self-doubt, inability to even like function and panic Mm. attacks and the whole gamut. And so I, and then, and then on top of that, hiding it from everyone. Yeah. Like I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. And basically at my six week, um, or it wasn't six weeks. It was a little bit after that. One of my like postpartum doctor visits. Yeah. Um, I knew that mentally I wasn't doing well. And obviously baby blues and those hormone fluctuations are very normal postpartum. But after some time, you're start, you're start, you are meant to start kind of evening out and mm-hmm. feeling a little bit better. And I was just like steadily getting worse. Yeah. And I knew this about myself, but um, I remember vividly, I've actually never shared this, I think publicly, but I remember taking the mental health questionnaire at my doctor's office and thinking, oh, I fucking got this. I was lying. I just knew the answers that were real and I knew I yeah. what I thought yeah. were the answers that would fool them into thinking that I was all good mentally. Yeah. And I lied through that. And I remember like turning in and they came in the room and basically she sat me down and was like, you're not okay. Mm. And I was like, shit, I thought I was going to have wow. her fooled. Yeah. And to hear someone else be able to see it and like say it and like it, it forces you to just confront it in a different way. And... Basically, I remember just um, falling apart and she was like, they were talking about medications and options. And back then, uh, I thought that taking a medicine would be absolute failure. I had some really, it's a whole thing with my background, but I remember kind of like begging really desperately, like, is there anything else I can try? Like, please just like, let me try something. And she's like, well, do you exercise? And I was like, no, but what the hell does that have to do with anything, dude? Like, I'm not okay. And she's like, look, I don't, it's not magic, but it might help. It could help. Yeah. And so I was like, well, shit, I'm going to try it, Mm -hmm. you know? So I literally started exercising out of this deep desperation to help myself and get through. And I think looking back, it's, I had tried so many times in my adult life to like exercise regularly mm-hmm. and it always was paired with some stupid, really harmful, weird diet that yeah. was usually starving myself and going, you know, overtraining. Yeah. And then of course it wouldn't work. And it's like, I would always then feel worse because I failed. And it was the very first time in my life that I started to exercise out of an attempt to help my body heal mm-hmm. instead of out of hate yeah. for my body. Yeah. And that made a huge difference. And it was just a little bit at a time at first, but far before I saw any changes in the mirror, I started to get through the day a little bit better. Yeah. I started to be able to be a like be and yeah. be a mom. And it was amazing. I was, you know, having a little bit more energy. Like I did see and feel a difference when I was exercising regularly pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. And so that of course made me like want to keep going. That's so amazing. that's kind of how my thing started. So now, obviously that was, well, Anderson's nine. I yeah. Think. yeah. So that was a while ago. <laughs> Big um, <guy>. Almost <laughs> a decade. Oh that's crazy. crazy. Double digits. You got to do a double digit party. Like it'd be- I know. I don't know what we're going to do. That's Something insane. Exciting. But to me, you seem very happy and obviously I am in a good, good yeah, place. But I am. How do you balance like, now if you don't work out for a week or two, like is that on the flip side- hard to deal with because exercise has given you so much That's a really good question. I think there have been times, yes, but ultimately with my uh, injury, which I know we're going to talk about, Mm -hmm. this is when I really learned this. To me, the epiphany was that exercise as empowerment, that's it. That's what it's meant to be. It's what it was always meant to be. And we'd been lied to, like our whole, you know, especially women. And so... I started my career and everything and I've always been in it and learning and healing along the way. But 
yeah, when I had my injury and it was like, I was all of a sudden the the single greatest tool that I used to not just take care of my physical health, but my mental well-being was stripped from me. It was a panic. It was a free fall. Yeah. Yeah. And until I was, I had the kind of this epiphany where I was like, wait a second, if I believe and if my route for exercise is to take care of myself and my health, which is mental, emotional, spiritual, as well as physical, then... I'm good because right now with my injury, taking care of my health means rest. My body needs me to rest. So I was able to somehow like take just as much pride and like ease in my resting and in my like PT sessions. Mm -hmm. And you know, those tiny little ankle wiggles that I was starting to do (laughs) as I was, you know, six months before killing it in the gym. Yeah. It's just remembering about what your why is and remembering that that baseline is like, my story was a little bit different right now. Mm-hmm. And ov- like paired with meditation, meditation is yeah. my, my number one now. And that came later down the years for me. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of how I got around that. That's amazing. You I touched love- on a bit of a injury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, like, how do I fix my ankle? <laughs> we're all injured at the moment. Well, not really, yeah, pretty much. What actually happened? So you had ankle surgery. But yeah. Through, Skiing actually, accident. Yeah. Um, there's a podcast episode of mine that's a very long-winded and in-depth look at this. It's called The Mental Reality of F- Physical Injury. And I'll tell, I tell yeah, my I story like in-depth. Yeah. It's really good. I tell yeah. the whole story. I was an idiot. It was a skiing accident. Completely avoidable. Followed my kid into the trees. Had no business being in the trees. <laughs> Took a jump. <laughs> Whatever. It was bad. Um, I had surgery, reconstructive surgery in January a year ago. So January 2022 was my surgery. Yeah. Um, and it it rocked my world. Yeah. I mean, obviously, as like my profession is exercise in a huge sense. And for me, it was a trip because I remember vividly going in to the doctor and they, them at first I thought I was going to have to be in a boot for four weeks. Like that was the diagnosis. And I was like, devastated. I remember bawling my eyes out, calling Ryan. I'm like, I can't train for four weeks. Like what am I going to do? Like I was in a free fall <laughs> and now I'm like, I would have given anything to just be in a boot <laughs> for four weeks. <laughs> a year and a half later, I'm like, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, it turned out to be a lot worse than we thought. After the MRIs came back, I really did a number on it. And um, then the surgery and then the splint and then the cast and then relearning how to walk literally. And I'm still not able to lift as heavy. I'm still not doing much hit or plyo at all. I mean, only a little bit here and there. Um, Some days I still wake up limping like today because I filmed too much (laughs) yesterday. So it's like, I'm not what I, what it once was, but it's been exceptionally formative. um, Yeah. Very humbling. And as a trainer, it's given me a lot more empathy and insight into, I mean, injury is such a normal part of the human existence. Mm -hmm. And until you're injured, it's just out of sight, out of mind. But when you are injured, it is all encompassing. It affects everything. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, it and really, you two really both know, like Leah with your back. Yeah, and I've got to say, when I was injured, I took a lot of inspiration from you. Oh God, because no, but truly, <laughs> you are like one of the most positive and genuinely happy. And I don't say happy in the fluffy. No, I don't say happy in like the fluffy words. Yeah. But it's like you choose a positive perspective, and you're always and you can. I don't, to me, happiness doesn't mean that you, it's not toxic positivity. It's not like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah. good all the time. Yeah, no. It's that you're honest mm. and you're in it and you keep going no matter yeah. what you're facing. And I mm. remember watching your stories during different times throughout your back 
injury and all of that journey with you. And you always just kept going and you always chose yeah. to be positive. And that was a huge example for me, truly. Mm, so interesting because that means just like, yeah, no. <laughs> but no? I think no, as in like at home, I would like, I think it took me, I reckon it's been what, like when was 2016? Seven years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Did I get that right? That's a Seven, true. almost. Yeah. No. Like, it was... <laughs> It's I'm January. counting on my fingers. It's January that you heard it. So it's been yeah, it was, it was like yeah. my birthday. My birthday day. I literally stood up off a chair, couldn't walk like for like Ugh. two weeks. Um, but it was like for so long, I went back and forth and back and forth of being like, I'm just going to ignore it. Like yeah. I ignored it for like, I'm going to say three years. Like I was like, God. it'd be fine. And like, mm. I kept training on top of it. Like, I'd hurt my back and then it would be fine after maybe a week or so. And then I'd be like, train, train, train for two weeks and then I'd Ugh, dip. Yeah. And then, but it would be, I would be like, no, no, it's fine. I'm just going to ignore it. I'm going to ignore it. And then I literally would be in the worst fucking deep Did you know that Ryan has degenerative disc disease? Really? Yeah, he yeah. has like three impinged nerves, four slip discs. Yeah, that's Like fun. he's got the whole... That's why him and I are friends. Honestly, I've never, <laughs> I would give anything. I've never mm. seen that level of like yeah, chronic it's, pain it's is rough. the most mentally... I agree. And he is the yeah. strongest human that I know. And all the time I think, I don't know how you're doing it. Yeah. That's, do you know, it's funny because when Kelsey's complimenting you and you're like, no, 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 yeah. you can't take a compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Which is, you know, I'll bring the humor back. But um, when I hurt my back, not to any like, like a pinch of nerve or in my shoulder blade, I'm like, fuck, I'm dead. And then I just literally in my head, I go like, I just don't know. And same for you with Ryan. Like, I don't know how he's doing this every day. Yeah. Like, it's, this is me with a pinched blade. Most people that know him don't even know. Yeah. And I'm like, he's yeah. con- his normal like is a level of pain that most people would put them out in bed. 100%. 100%. Which <laughs> is not normal. No. Yeah, but you just got to do what you got to do. I think that they took me a long time to just be like, just, you're fine. But it took me, because I love training, like, I didn't like strength training, to be fair. Like, okay. I didn't like it at all. And because I was never, I liked Climatric, I like jumping, I liked running, not running, not running. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 take it back. I like sprinting. I like doing sprints on the yeah. treadmill. I like doing all that fun stuff. And then when I like couldn't do it anymore, I was so ang- I was so angry. It took me so long to like not be angry because I was like, it felt like it got taken away. Like, mm. no, I can't do that anymore. And I was like, that sucks. Like, that's so frustrating because I was that's really valid. good at it. And I was like, oh, that made me so, I love going to the gym and get sweaty. And I loved it. And then no joke, I I swapped from doing Kayla's program, which I love because it's amazing, to then doing yours. And I, at the start, I was like, I don't like this because it's so different. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, this feels slow to me. Like, yeah. it's not slow. It's classic weight training. It's it just is. weight it's training. And I was like, pace. I just feel like it's, yeah, I, I just felt like I wasn't, but I was also angry at the same time that I wasn't mm-hmm. able to do what I wanted. Yeah. But then like getting into it and getting stronger and stronger and stronger now, all I can think about is like, how heavy I can lift now. Like, yeah. I'm so yes. yeah. I love it now. I love but it's it. taking me so long to be like, look, you actually, like, you can train, like, like jumping and doing all that, but it's, you're just going to risk that. You're yeah. Bad. Like, yeah. whether it's like, it's a good risk or a bad risk, like, do you want to risk it? And I'm always like, well, no, because I'd prefer yeah, not to be course. sore. So going into weight training and enjoying it and liking it, and mm. like, that's made me like, it's actually not such a bad thing anymore. Like, yeah. I've actually gotten a lot stronger doing. A lot more weight oh, training, yeah. which yeah. is like, it just, but it just takes time. It takes time and just to like, you kind of just got to do what you got to do. Like you can't really. It is a very humbling process. It is, it is. Because every time I'd go and do a box jump, I'd like either fall or, or break my back. And I'd mm. be like, oh, like, that's just annoying. Yeah. But then I can go and deadlift heaps. And I'm like, this is sick. Let's like, go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is perfect. Yeah. I love it. But um, how, how have you tried to like maybe overcome your ankle injuries? Anything you've been doing other than like, is meditation a huge thing for you? Yes. 
Honest to God, I know it sound. I used to be the person that would roll my eyes whenever someone mentioned meditating. I feel like that's semi me right now. Not that I, because I just can't really sit. Yeah, I get this. And yeah. I know I keep saying this, I but I did a podcast episode yeah. on meditation yeah. and about my personal journey with it, which yeah. was like from a complete skeptic yeah. to like the number one believer yeah. and how that looked for me. And it's, I think I'll, one thing I'll share here is it is 100% not about silencing your thoughts. Yeah, okay. It is about freeing them. It's truly about embracing like any, like sit in silence. I'm like, there's no such thing as silence, especially if you're a mom. Like, what, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's not about that. It's really just about um, understanding. So, okay, mindfulness mm-hmm. literally just means bringing yourself into the present moment. Meditation is a form of mindfulness. Yeah. It's one of the most potent and impactful forms of mindfulness. But there's so many ways that we can be mindful. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's truly all it is. So like I started with silent self-guided. I would sit for seven, seven minutes. I'd set a timer on my phone. I would not look at my phone. I would sit up with my eyes closed for seven minutes. And whatever noises I heard, smells, like whatever distractions, instead of being frustrated by that, it's just I'm observing. Yeah. Because those are in this present moment. That's where I'm trying to be. Whatever thoughts are running through my head, you just let them run. I love that. But it was like, instead of trying to problem solve, like if something came to my head, I'm like, oh, I got to solve that. I just let them run. And it's amazing to kind of see where you land in that. And sometimes I would get to that space where it's like, it does feel like the mind was settled. Sometimes it wouldn't, mm. but it's always a success either way. Yeah. And meditation is fucking amazing because it's so studied. Yeah. And it is indisputable, the benefits of meditation. I think like, like I'm, I'm into it. I love it. I think it's really cool. Wait, like I had a, um, I've got an app called Calm on my Yeah, um, that's thing. a great one. I love it. I, we, we, I, like, some nights when like, we're struggling to fall asleep, I'll be like, can I just put on meditation on yeah. and listen to it? And like we fall asleep, we like go to sleep. But some, like I just don't, I think I, think I just need to I would it. challenge you to do it yeah. not attached to sleep. Yes, that's mm. what I mean. So because, if, I'm, if I'm in a, yeah. in a, if I sleep, easy, because I'll mm-hmm. fall asleep in anything. But then like, making a 10 minute time to sit down in like a quiet room. Like, I think I just need a try. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You could do it anywhere. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a quiet room, yeah. right? Just sit. Yeah. That's and really just close your eyes and just be with yourself. Force yourself to be with yourself. Yeah. So weird because for me, like everything she descri- described about meditation is what I love about running. So people are like, run with your head. That can be a meditation. Yeah. Walking meditation, running yeah. meditation. That's so real. Yeah. Well, he doesn't run with headphones. I, no, no, because that's I just, because I, you're meditating. Yeah, yeah I don't. Like, because I you get into that rhythm yeah. and you're just there. Yeah. And you're in your body mm-hmm. and you're just, pre- like that yeah. is so beautiful. It's so powerful. Very interesting. That's, that's like, why would I want to run to noise? Like it just, you know what I mean? Like I it's a time for your mind my, to be free. Yeah, I think that with my, if I think, okay, I'm going to meditate, I think, like you just said, like I, I try, I'll try and problem solve. Like I think like yeah. in my head, I'll like relax and then be like, okay, Gigi needs more nappies. And yeah. I'm going to wonder when I'm going to have to go to, yeah, to, go and to then, the chemist and get that. And then if I go there and then I'll, like, I'll start and thinking then about, thing. about your childhood yeah, and, then and whatever. Try and do things. And that's then, good though. Is it? Mm-hmm. Interesting. If you let your thoughts run, it's really, it's a powerful thing. Because I think my, my thing is I, I would have thought or meditation or like, it's just like, you need to be quiet or like silent. You need silence. And I don't think you, I ever have you'll that get, silence. You will get there. Yeah. You do. It's, and, and, but there's no pressure to either. Yeah. And I think that's when you have the goal of getting into that like um, space, mm-hmm. connecting. I don't want to get all spiritual, but like I love that shit. whatever you believe, like <laughs> yeah. connecting to your higher power or like to your truer self, mm-hmm. that happens. Yeah. But that can't be the goal. Yeah. But but it does happen. And the more you do it, the benefits exist whether or not that happens, yeah. first of all. Yeah. But I do love the analogy of like 
for me, it was powerful coming out of my like history of religion yeah. and stuff to understand that like, it was a very big teacher for me. Like we have thoughts, but we are the thinker of our thoughts. We're not our thoughts. We have feelings, but we feel our feelings. We are not our feelings. Yeah. And being able to not identify with those things and understand like whatever you believe, you, there, you are like your soul, like there's something more. And so in that, it, that's what it is. Meditation is about the thoughts and feelings are coming and swirling. Mm. But it's like if you're, I read this book once and I can't remember which book it was in, but you're a little boat on the ocean and a storm comes. No matter how still or like chill or whatever you do, you're not escaping that. Like it's tumultuous, yeah. but you could always go down yeah. and t- 20 feet under the surface, it is still and it is calm. And it's like, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what's going on in your head and your heart and your feelings and thoughts, you can always go in yeah. and there is peace and there is stillness. And, and meditation is like such a beautiful way to access that. I love that so much. I've actually, I'm actually into it. Like I'm it's, not even being silly. It's I very want to try. interesting though, because I think a lot of, and maybe it's a progressive thing in Australia, yeah. in America. I think a lot of, especially like very entrepreneurial people in America, very like grounded and very into meditation and all of that kind of stuff. You just seem very at peace is how yeah. I would describe yeah. you yeah. As, your, as your aura. That like, means, yeah. Wow. Like, no, yeah, like, 100%. I wonder if you would have described me. Did, would you have thought that of me though five years ago? Seven no, years no. ago? No. 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 I feel like I've changed a lot. Yeah. You're very I feel like calm. You're like floating. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> like, oh my God. I, I totally so get much. that. Like you have this aura about you that you're just like, Come Thank on. you. Yeah. That's What's earned and learned, to be honest. <laughs> like fucking batshit. <laughs> <laughs> no. <enough>. Pretty much. <laughs> I like, I know, it's true. I, I, I want to, I need to get to that point. But yeah. you can. And that's yeah. the thing. It's like, I, I don't know. I just have been through a lot. Yeah. And I think, especially when I first met you guys, I thought I was doing a great job of hiding it. But like, I was in a very massive rock bottom of my life. Like I was in it with, you know, I just had my big faith crisis, Mm -hmm. my identity loss. And I didn't know who I was. I didn't know how to be. I was so, I was struggling on a level that like. Yeah, Yeah, I wouldn't even fathom. Yeah. And and, And now looking back to that, it's like, I don't know. I just feel this overwhelming gratitude for that little girl that I felt like I was at 26 years old. Yes. I don't know. I got through somehow. You feel grown. You, know? you so feel grown anyway, and you feel calm. Yeah. To have okay. you guys who have like known me for so long to be able to see that. Thank you. Yeah. Like, that means so, oh so much to me. Yeah. I, yeah. We need to get so to that true. point. 100%. What? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> comes with age. Yeah, you guys are slaying. I'm so old. <laughs> no. No way. Well, let's like, let's get into some something fun. Yes. What is, what is your favorite or best thing about living in the US? Actually, I want to let get you two chat about it. Because <laughs> I know, you're like my US yeah. like hype, I'm hype like, man. I'm just, I'll be there, but like Mitch is, mm. he's, he would Let's swap go. spots with you. That's the thing. I don't even think I know what my favorite things are until I talk to Mitch because then he reminds me of like things that are different or, okay, well, you know then, what I mean? Then, well, then what's your favorite thing about the US? And then, I just think everything is just bigger and better over there. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Especially in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and that's facts. I'm people, not going to lie. People will yell at me like, obviously there's healthcare benefits and stuff that we have in yes. Australia that's yeah. not the same in Let's, the US. Yeah, politics aside. Yeah. Yeah, politics yeah. aside, I just think like everything is bigger, better, more progressive. Like the sport's cooler. There's more opportunity. I like, do love our basketball. I will yeah, say just, one time we went to the basketball and I literally was sitting there and I was so I stopped. I couldn't believe it. I was, like, I was like holding onto my chair. Mitch was like, we got random tickets and we we're in like, like what, what team was it? Uh, I would have no the idea. Knicks. The Knicks. It was New York. Yes. Okay, yeah, cool. Whatever it was. Where I was sitting there and I like, holding onto my chair and I was like, Mitch, Mitch, there's a guy coming down with hot dogs. Mitch, oh my God. Look. <laughs> 
and then I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. Are they going to sing a song? And then did a full dance. And then I was like, oh, my God, is that T-Pain? No joke. <laughs> For the halftime show. <laughs> T-Pain rocks up. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like America. Like, oh, yeah. Like everything in the yeah. whole world. I yeah. was the best literally 45 minutes of my life. It was so great. It's very different. It I is. I feel like America's fast-paced. Australia is very slow and… Chilled. See, I love out. Australia. Yeah. You, I feel like everyone here is healthier and happier. I think it's… <laughs> I have a theory. Probably. All of you guys live near the ocean. Mm. All of the major cities are on the coast. Mm. I feel like that is we like… We have a very crazy, like, crazy, crazy life. Your standards for, like, food here are just a lot right. higher. Yeah, <laughs> I will food say is good that. Here. I'll, <laughs> that I'll is, give you that. that but, no, I love… I love… I mean, I'm from Utah, which yeah. most people, when you say you're from the U.S., they either think you're from New York or L.A. Yeah. Maybe Miami. Yeah. But that is not indicative of most of the U.S. Yeah. So like, true. let me make that clear. Yeah, well, when we said we're going to Kentucky, everyone's like, why would you do that? And I was like, what do you mean? Our friends are from Kentucky. And they're like, what? Yeah. I was like, so isn't true. that a cool place? Like, would you ever leave Utah? Never. Never? Never. What about if you had to pick? Like, what's your second favorite place in the US other than Utah? So actually, we there was a time where we thought we we're going to because mm-hmm. I um, I actually only came to love Utah so much, you know, through adulthood. But basically, I had Anderson... I left the religion that I grew up in, which is very prevalent in Utah um, to the max. And I thought, we got to get the fuck out of here. I'm like, I'm not raising my kid here. Can't do this. And basically it was right after I'd signed with Sweat and Ryan um, had started a company, but he was like selling it. And and we thought we could live, like we could be based anywhere. And we were actually going to either move to San Diego, Austin, Texas, or Sydney. No. Uh, yeah, we were about to. I we do remember, about to, remember you going to yeah. be moving to Australia. I was about I to was going to be yeah. like, we're out because yeah. why not? Yeah. And then my husband started another company and it was like his ninth startup. Wow. And I thought, okay, we thought, okay, we're going to like be here for like 24 months, you know, yeah. and just get this off the ground. And then we're, then we're out. And it just completely took off. And and then we we're like, oh shit, we're here. Shout out to Ryan. Yeah, wow. Not yeah. lucky. Even. And he's what killing a- it. He's but amazing. it's like, I'm. So glad because what happened was I started to travel a lot for work. And the more yeah. I saw of the US and the world, I was like, wait, wait, wait. Utah is actually mm. unreal. Yeah, wow. So yeah. now we will never, never leave. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I love it. Can you give a 30 second pitch on what Ryan's company is? I believe it's yeah. on board. On board. I love him so much. Just putting it out there. Like, he's, he's the, the best, best human. human. He's, he's the Okay. I have a thing memorized about his business. <laughs> and if you have questions, don't ask me. <laughs> No follow-up. <laughs> um, not because it's like a weird company, because it's very nuanced and it's very yeah. niche in his industry. Yeah. And it's it's evolved as every business does. But basically, he started a company with his business partner and it's called Onboard and it's, a tech, it's in the tech space. And they negotiate um, and facilitate the onboarding of bulk amenities to apartment complexes, but not just really anything in real estate or cable and internet. He's yeah. going to be like in That's your world. But it's it's phenomenal to see that it's truly like one of those things. And I'll go join him at like certain... I usually go to like one conference a year to kind of like see him in his world. And it's amazing to watch year on year how they've grown and the respect and yeah, wow. ingenuity that wow. they've brought in. It's pretty amazing. Um, That's the best. But yeah, it's really cool. And ninth time lucky. That's pretty sick. There's hope for people. Like yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, you think, and you guys, I think would get this. People look at his business and I think it's five years or this year it's going to turn six. Yeah. And they're, I mean, and let me be clear, they bootstrapped it. Like mm-hmm. they didn't take any initial investment um, and they are 
so profitable off their own. I mean, they really just did it the old fashioned way, which is so hard, especially in tech space. Usually you get funded and give up your equity before it's even close to making money. But they, like people will see it and be like, oh, you're so lucky or like see that success like so quickly. And I'm like, no, no, no. He worked Mm -hmm. for 12 years, like so hard. And it's amazing to look back because you can see the string, like from business one to business nine, like different networking and people he met and experience that he has in different in both of these industries. And all of our journey led him to this. And same with his business partner. I think he'd look back and say his whole career journey led him to this. And so it's not happened in six years. It's happened in 15 years of really breaking your back hard work. And it accumulate like it's all yeah mm-hmm. coming together now yeah I totally yeah. get that I love that yeah. but That's I'm so of. proud go Ryan go Ryan he's in it right now he's I mean it's fully when I mean coming? they just I think they just hit their hundredth employee full time wow well, holy heck yeah <laughs> that's incredible and then also like they have call centers and stuff too it's huge that it's is wild. amazing that's so cool go yeah. Ryan that's just incredible what a legend he needs to come here I know he does he, he hasn't been to Adelaide in a while. We're going to put that out there. Let's yeah. Let's make it. Gonna, you guys are coming to Utah first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be yeah. there first. And then he, then he yeah. can come over and just... I agree. I agree. We love to host people in Utah. <laughs> we get so excited. You, Ryan has more Utah pride than anyone I've ever met. Oh, I love he that just so loves much. It. I can't wait. It'll be, it'll be amazing. It'll be so, so good. Now, my question is actually reverse. Okay. What do you love and hate about Australia? I love the people. I love you guys so, <laughs> so much. I really do. It's like my second family. I love the food. The coffee. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember that. I can't stress this. Like people think Europe has better coffee. Absolutely not. (laughs) Can confirm. Aussie coffee is hands down the best. We do have good coffee. Um, I love the ocean. So I love, I I love so much about Australia. I think it's so, but I will say not, it's not a dislike in any sense, but I think people think like as an American, you think, oh, they speak English. Like it's just not that different. No, there's for real culture shock. Like the first few times I came here, I was like, I am in another country. It is so weird. So Mm -hmm. like what? Like the way we say things or? Everything. It's weird that you say bigger and better in America. But funny enough, every time I come, even just like Caleb, when we were walking out of breakfast, I was like, or walking from coffee, I'm like, everything's just so charming and little here. (laughs) And I'm like, but I do feel like that. Like everything is so a little bit more quaint and. That's true. Just littler, you yeah. know, like your grocery stores and your yes. everything is yeah. just more intimate and cozier. Yeah. Well, we went to our, our well, I like we flew into Kentucky and we my like our friend was like, where do you want to go first? And I was like, Walmart. And she was like, what? Like, is there any anywhere else you'd <laughs> like, like to go? I was like, really? no, 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 like I want to go the first Walmart we go past. And but not like, Target. Well, I, like, yes, but Target's yes, but not Target a thing over here. Kind of, yeah. Oh, it is, but it's not massive. Where's yeah. Target over there? We didn't know about, we didn't know, but like, we don't have a Walmart here. Like, we have a Target. I feel like that's not the same Target. Like, it's, it's not, not the same not, thing. I get it. But I was like, so sure we should talk us Walmart? Oh, I thought of a con. Your roads. Yeah. They're so narrow. Yeah. I would not be able to drive here. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, I need some space, you know? Well, the Walmart was in like the most incredible place I've ever been to in my life. I walked in and I was like, oh my God, okay, so we've got like so big. Got screwdrivers and things over there. Like, it's like, everything. Like, it's like Amazon. If Amazon was a, yeah. was a in And then the we walk in, there was paint and then there was right next to the watermelon and then you walk back. I was like, I'm so confused. It's a clothes store. It's everything. Yeah, everything. Clothes. Jewelry. Everything. Anything that you can yeah. find. I was like, this is heaven. Take me back. And I love the accent, obviously. I love your guys. Do you really? I'm yes. so opposite. I could listen to American. Yes, I'm. 
time. Therapeutic. Yeah. I know. It's it's always weird coming here and people are like, oh, I like your accent. I'm like, what accent? I don't have an accent. <laughs> I sound normal. Do you think if I moved there that I would start adopting an accent? Because I'm having this mm. debate with Leah at the moment. So I think that research has shown the older you are, the less likely it is. and Or the longer it will take yeah. for you to like start switching so go your now. accent. That's what you're saying? For kids, oh, do you want an American accent? Absolutely. Then you should have gone 10 years ago. But yeah, yeah next time it. is now. Mm-hmm. The next, second best time well, is now. Well, like, JD watches Miss Rachel. Miss Rachel is American. Yes. <gasps> and I, no joke, she's turned around. She's like, <laughs> She'd be like, I'd be like, hi, Gigi. She's like, hi. And I'm like, I don't know. Where yeah. I was I've even started things. saying like, because Miss Rachel says mama rather than mum. Yeah, you. Yeah. We say mum. Yeah. No. Mom. No one says Like, mom. where's mama? And then, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm, That's, yeah. yeah. How good. Well, she'll go, bye. And I'm like, no. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I don't care. It's oh. Oh, that's the best. That's why we now need to watch so, <laughs> The look in your eyes right now, you're like, I hey, need like, to move push. to America. Yeah. You do. Yeah. You guys would thrive. It's the land of our entrepreneurs. That's right. Utah especially, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just mm-hmm. do Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we should be in Walmart. I would like to go to Utah in, in wintertime and also in the summertime because I've actually never seen snow. Ever, not, ever. not like, yeah. Skiing, no, no, snow. not snow. Like, I reckon you've seen like little. You told me that was salt on the sidewalk of New York. This is what I thought. I was like, no. I was like, oh my god, look, over there, over there. And he's just like, what? And I was like, look, it's on, the, it's over there. And he was like, that's the salt. Be quiet. And I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> be quiet. Uh, they put salt on the side so that the, the oh yeah, yeah. I was yes, you're not so slept. excited. Okay, definitely you have to come this winter. Yeah. Like when you were saying in the car about thirty-two meters of snow. We I was had like, I don't know what so much snow this year. It was, I mean. A lot. I think that's the, I've just never and seen And we live thing. on a very steep, like we live on the mountain yeah. and it's a steep road. So we're snowed in. Like when we get a storm, we're snowed in for a long time because the cities will plow and then we have to have a private wow. plow to come up our road and sometimes yeah. they can't. Like, so It's like the Simpsons. Yeah. It's snowed in. <laughs> so I'm sad you're snowed in. It actually feels like that. Literally like, snowed in. Like alternate. I'm for like, a day. The yeah. The Simpsons nice. are right about yeah. everything. They are. I, I they didn't know. watch it. I wasn't allowed to growing up. Oh. Oh. They had to get like a little plowman and then the roads would open. Like it's, yeah, I don't yeah. know why that's, I'm thinking of this. That's instance. lit. That is, that's, I want to go and see up. it. Yeah, I want to go and see How it. How long escape. have you actually been like snowed in for? Like what's the longest? Um, I mean, probably like a two days. Yeah, wow. Maybe. You say yeah. that as if like, it's just fine. I, yeah, I would no be big. panicking to the no end if I no. could work my yeah. I would be absolutely it's kind of nice now that I'm an adult to be like oh I'm not going anywhere I can't you know and we still have internet like it's not like it's roughing it but we have lost power a couple times that's a little different story yeah you're like well so what what happens then like if it's a school day for Anderson like school's just closed yeah they have to have a snow day Mm-hmm. Does that happen often in wintertime? No, because Utah is so equipped to handle snow. You have to have feet of snow. You have wow. to have like a wow. meter plus of snow in a quick amount of time to okay. have a snow day. Right, okay. Because they have it dialed. Like yeah. everyone is expected to drive in the snow. Yeah. But down in Texas, it's different. They don't get snow. Yeah. And so if they even have like a little ice on the roads. I used to live in Texas, so this is how I know. Okay. But like if they had even just a if it dropped like one degree below freezing, everyone's like, it's school's closed. Yeah. Everything's canceled because yeah. no one knows how to drive. No one's ready for it. Yeah. Like they have a lot of bridges. So if there's ice on the bridges, it's super dangerous. But Utah, we're just built to handle the winters. Yeah, wow. So it takes a lot to have a snow day. I would really like to go to Texas. You would like to I just want to visit. I don't know if you know, but Christian Guzman's Alpha Land in Texas. Oh my. I don't it's a know. gym and it's in, looks insane. Yeah, I don't know like about that. Yeah. Like I'm not... 
Not that sounded like I don't like it. I don't. I literally don't know about it. Like I haven't heard of it. You need to go there. Um, where did you live in Texas? I lived in Keller, okay. which is a tiny town between Dallas and Fort Worth. Yeah. So between the stockyards and like. How cool. Yeah. It's so cool. We need I feel to like get... I haven't lived. And I also lived in Houston. I lived in it. Keller for three years when I was like, it was childhood. Okay. It was like third, fourth, and fifth grade. Yeah. And then, um, but I mean, I remember it well. It was formative years. Yeah. And then Ryan and I lived in Houston for almost a year. Wow. Right when the shit hit the fan for me. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not okay. And he's like, we're moving. What was Houston like? Is it dangerous? Because people say it's really dangerous. <laughs> Don't say that. We'll never go because mom will never get like Yeah, okay. It's, it, to me, let me say, I loved the people. Okay. Like best experience, like for what we needed. I mean, everyone is kind. You meet someone. Do you have a church yet? What church do you go to? Yeah. Let me help yeah. you. Welcome. Okay. Like it's okay. so, the people were so lovely and warm. Yeah. The city of Houston is like a concrete jungle. It's not walkable. Okay. It's so bloody hot. Yeah. Or just rain monsoons. It, I, I did not like, like, aesthetically. Yeah, okay. The weather in, like, the actual city, I didn't like it. Okay. But the people were lovely. Like, yeah. loved, loved that. Loved the Texans. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You can't, go to Texas. Thank you, Kelsey. Now Austin, be, you guys would love Austin. Be yeah, I've heard tomorrow. Austin's a vibe. I've heard Austin that. is a vibe, but there's a lot of implants in Austin. Okay. So, you don't have as many, like, Texans. Right. It's a lot of people who have moved in. Implants. To, yeah. That what we're calling them. I guess someone. Like, I don't know why I pulled that word out, but yeah, like not native Texans. No, no, no. Yeah, you know, it's a little bit more artsy and um, yeah. If you want like iconic Texas, go to Houston. Go to Dallas. Go yeah. to Fort Worth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the Alamo. Go down to San Antonio. See the Alamo. Look at if you can look at three bitches' <laughs> eyes right now. They're glistening. I was born in the wrong country. <laughs> He's so excited. He, he could like. If I literally got up right now, I just checked out and we all left. He would still be asking you questions. 100%. Continue. Look, care about we got all night. We can questions. chat about Texas and the US as long as you'd like. Absolutely. We do. We have all dinner time to talk We do. About. Okay, we, we do. will. What are we, what are we eating for dinner tonight? Can That's a good question. Ooh, I am so torn between your chicken burgers <laughs> or your, I can't say it, schnitzels. No. no. The ones that are in the wraps, the gyros. Oh, yeah, the gyros. Oh, yeah. Gyros. Yeah. Gyros. Mm. Um, or cool. obviously chicken parm. Yeah. Really? I love yeah, that. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I think we got chicken burgers. I've never had a bad meal made by Leah, obviously. Mm-hmm. So. I have. <laughs> <laughs> You're bold today. She has one time. Lamb wrap. I made this ra- lamb wrap thing and I was so excited about it. And like, it was this mm. whole new recipe and I was like, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. I put it in the oven. And like, I kind of like misread the times and I was like, it's fine. Like, I'll just, we'll just put it in there and see. And then like, he was so hungry from the gym and he was like, can I just eat it now? And I'm like, well, I don't know if it's going to be ready, but we'll just see. Anyway, I pull it out. It was like raw, raw. How like, did that feel to you to fail at a cook? I was hysterically that laughing was... because he was like trying to eat it. And he was like- Imagine if that was your every time you cook. <laughs> So I don't want to be shamed. <laughs> yeah, I, it's not shameful. I I was laughing. It's so funny. It's I think the worst part is because thing. the rack you have to cut when you, you cut it individually. Yeah, it even just, if it is cooked, it still looks weird. But because you're talking so, to me like I know anything about this. Anyway, so it was like, like, terrible. It was pretty much like a lamb chop on a plate that was just red. It was Ugh. completely raw, and he was trying to be so polite and just trying to eat it. And then after his eyes were like <laughs> welting, no. I was like. Did you like it? And he was like, Leah, I'm so sorry. That was the worst thing you've ever eaten. I feel so sick. And I was like, oh, really? You still ate it? He ate the 
tried no, it. No, not all No, but you tried, I tried it. it. And it was that like, oh. was that wobbly? Like was, <laughs> okay, oh, okay. I'm going to actually ranked. throw up. It's rank. The funniest thing ever. And like, ever since then, he's like, I'm always, oh, I should make this lamb rack. And he's like, I just think you should try something else. Well, <laughs> don't you forget that we have a deal that we made years ago. Oh, no. When you come to stay with me. Oh, yeah. We're filling my freezer full of meals. And then you can stay with me for free. And I'm going to buy all your meals while you're in the US. I'm ready. I'm so ready for that. Which we would do anyway, but I'm, you know. Yeah. I need those <laughs> I'm I'm ready. Ryan oh, would be so like, grateful. Well, Ryan, yeah, I'm gonna do anything for you. That you guys are pumped. I will do that. I can't wait for you because you don't know Anderson because he was so little. He was tiny. Last, and the time, last time I saw him, he was like four, was, four or five. Fa- yeah, even on Facetime, you, he's like hi, and then like he's so yeah. quiet. I'm like, no, come he's back. Like so smart and it, big. Now would be it's incredible. Weird. So yeah, we gotta we gotta come back. Last question before we wrap up. Yeah, what's next for Kelsey? What's the future look like? <laughs> What's next is you said chicken burgers? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty next. much it. Um, I'm just living life, you know? That's you what I like to say. It's Honestly, Don't it's like I used to be so caught up in goals, mm-hmm. which I think is fine. But ultimately, like, what is the point of life, you know? Because mm-hmm. I can tell you the more I achieve or the more like I've done or the more accomplishments, those things aren't what bring happiness yeah. or fulfillment. And I know it sounds a little cheesy or whatever, but truly my new focus, my new MO is like, I want to be present in my life. I want to be authentic. And that means being where I am and taking things like literally one moment at a time. I love that so much. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It is. It is. Instead of having like such a strict, like, yeah, I like it. Just get so caught up in trying to be something. Maybe life. Yeah, you are right now. Congratulations. <laughs> like you've made it. You know, it's we so are winning. Now it's just to meditate and then we perfect. Boom. You do. Boom, that's it. I know. I'm fucking <laughs> Maybe tonight. I'll just join Chicken Burgers. Yeah. Great. <laughs> um, I will thank you so much for coming. I'm so happy about that. That was just perfect. It was so great. Hopefully everyone loves it. When you're back, we'll do it again. Yeah. When you're back, Absolutely. Yeah. Epilogue. 100%. 100%. 100%. Thanks for uh, Thank you, everybody. So Bye. Bye. Bye.